Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Too Tall For You. Hello, and welcome to the show. Um, today, I'm chatting with Chloe Hurst. Do you want to say hi, Chloe? Hello, everybody. Excited to be here. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited to chat with you. Um, do you want to give just like a quick introduction of yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so as Berkeley said, my name is Chloe. Um, I am originally from just right outside of Salt Lake City in Bountiful. Um, graduated from Woods Cross High School, if anyone is familiar with the Utah area. Um, from there, I went and I played volleyball at Idaho State University. Um, I played five years there. I ended up redshirting my first year. Um, so I was able to actually finish my, my undergraduate degree in exercise science and was able to uh, finish up my master's while I was there playing my fifth year in athletic administration. Um, awesome experience, loved my time there, learned a ton, grew as a person, grew as a volleyball player. Um, from there, I actually went to back to Utah to a school, um, Weaver State, um, just as a kind of get my, get my foot in the door into the coaching world um, there. And then I went to the University of Utah for a year where I met Berkeley and I had the awesome opportunity to, <laughs> to work with her. I was the director of volleyball operations there. So working more on the administrative side of a volleyball program. Um, and I can't believe it's been coming up on a year now, but I, uh, went to Utah State um, as their assistant coach and recruiting coordinator. And so that's currently where I'm at now and I'm, I'm loving it, obviously working through some unique circumstances with COVID, but um, just loving my time up here in Logan and love learning from the coaches on staff, our players, um, it's awesome. So super happy here. Yeah. Nice. That was a good intro. a little bit about me. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, it was super awesome to get to have Chloe on staff um, my last year. Um, I'm glad that we got to get to know each other, and I'm excited to chat with you about being tall. (laughs) We love being tall. Being tall is the best. I know. (laughs) I can't Um, wait. (laughs) Okay, so before we dive into that, um, I just... I've been doing like a rocket round of questions to like get to know the guests a little bit. Um, okay. So I'm gonna give you like a rundown because for me, when I do these things, basically I'm gonna ask you a question and you just say the first thing that comes to your head. For me, if someone asks me a question, I I can never make a decision and just give a one word answer. So just know, don't debate it. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind and we can talk about it after, okay? Okay, um, okay. You have. It's just gonna like 45 seconds and just see how many we can get through. All right. Okay. Can't wait. All right. Ready? Go. Okay. What's your favorite food? Fish. <laughs> Last thing you bought online? Underwear. <laughs> um, pizza with pineapple, yes or no? Yes. What's your favorite song right now? Uh, Faith by the weekend. 
Is it possible for men and women to just be friends? Yes. Do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. What is one thing that makes you motivated to work hard? Uh, pleasing people. <laughs> okay, that's time. Nice, that was actually probably the most... I think that's the most questions I've gotten through, actually. I'm uh, sweating a little bit. That was a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which one was the hardest to answer? For some reason, favorite food. I don't know why. That was so hard. (laughs) Um, And also the love at first sight one, because that's like a... I don't know. That's a topic right there. Yeah, that's a hard question. Um, Okay, why did you hesitate then? Because... I believe that there can be an immediate, like, physical attraction of, like, oh my gosh, like, this person, wow, you have a great conversation with them, it's like, wow, but do you, could you really, really know someone to the point where I would, like, be like, I will go get married to you and spend the rest of my life with you off of a first impression or first sight? Probably not. So, I don't know. Maybe I should have answered no. (laughs) (laughs) I am with you, though. I feel like that question... Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. Maybe we believe in it because, like, movies make us think that love at first sight is, like, a real thing. Right. But I'm with you. I think the more I talk about it and, like, if I try to explain my actual feelings on it, I'm like, there's no way I could love someone at first sight. (laughs) I feel like my brain is too practical to like ever actually do that though. You yeah. know what I mean? Me like too. Just so maybe there are people happen. in this world who have opposite brains in us and they can and they're like, for sure. True. <laughs> but I'm with you. Kudos, kudos to them. I'm sure their dating life is better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to come back to the dating life. But, okay. So the opening to being tall over here... Um, I guess, I guess it's a segment since this is a show and I'm trying to figure out how to, anyway, um, it's how's the weather up there stories. I'm curious what your funniest, like any comments you've gotten from people about your height, what's like the most memorable one that sticks out to you? Yeah. So I think there's always like the typical, like, Oh, well, are you a model do you play basketball do you play volleyball that's always like the most typical Mm -hmm. things um but I honestly think the funniest thing that I can recall um and it's not even something that someone said to me it was what I said back to someone (laughs) um I was in elementary school and I just like I was always the tallest person right like you see like Mm -hmm pictures from elementary school and it's like a row, like a back row full of boys chloe in the very middle and then just <laughs> boys <laughs> um, and yes. i really i remember um i don't know i think i was outside at recess and i'm a little feisty i'm a little fiery um <laughs> i would never deny that but someone said something to me that boys don't like tall girls And I remember being so mad that they said that. And I turned at them and I said, 
you know, one day you're gonna like tall girls because tall girls are models and beautiful. <laughs> and I was so That's amazing. Um, just because, so my mom is, I'm 5'11", 6 foot, so I'm not like extremely tall, but compared to the average height, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, my mom is 5'10", so she's right my height, and I just always remember her saying like, being tall is so beautiful, models are tall, like look at all these beautiful tall women, and so I just have that in my mind that like, why would you not like tall women? They're models. They're beautiful. <laughs> and my little fiery side came out and I had to set those boys straight. But one day they too would like tall girls. <laughs> that's awesome. I In elementary school too, that's amazing. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's definitely probably the most memorable moment. I, I agree. That's pretty amazing. I just, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm laughing over here. Um, okay, so you kind of already started that. I was going to ask, get into that, how tall you are. So you're 5'11", yeah. 6 feet. Um, yeah. And then you kind of said that too. So you, you, don't, you don't consider yourself tall. I do consider myself tall. Absolutely. Okay. I think, I mean, you said it in the like opening podcast, like in the volleyball world, you don't feel overly tall, but then you go out. Right. Like, shopping or to a restaurant and you're like oh my gosh I am so tall um but yeah so yes I consider myself tall no no yeah. doubt about that um I am not six five though <laughs> yeah so well when you yeah. said that you're like I'm five eleven, six feet not crazy tall but so I was like okay so I do wonder where you stand on that because some girls yeah, yeah, yeah. like honestly sometimes I feel like like I almost feel I feel a little bit silly kind of doing this and promoting how tall I am when again I'm like I'm not that tall like there are girls who are yeah, six yeah, seven yeah. six nine seven and I'm just like exactly but I guess in reality into the average person I'm pretty tall and you're pretty tall yeah. so like exactly um it is interesting to hear if people think that they're tall or not um so do you think yeah. I'm curious about this do you think you notice height like when you're out in public um, yes and no. Um, I think just in general, like working in the athletic field, um, mm -hmm. you're just surrounded by like bigger, taller people, right? Like in, yeah. at work, uh, in my building, we share a common space with men's basketball, women's basketball and volleyball. Those are three tall sports. <laughs> And yeah. so there's all of those athletes are always kind of in and out of our offices. And so it's like, I never feel like overly tall or large or anything, but yes, then I go to the store, especially if I like <laughs> find myself waiting in like a line to like check out at the grocery store or anything. It's like, yep, I'm taller than all of you, but I never, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never felt it as like a oh my gosh, I'm so much taller than all of you. Like, I don't think that's ever really crossed my mind, but it's just matter yeah. of fact that I'm taller than everyone. <laughs> right, right. So. For yeah. sure. Cool. Um, all right, well, so being tall, um, 
is that what brought you into the sport of volleyball or how did that happen? Yeah, um, this is actually a great story too. You're gonna love this. I don't know if you know this story. Um, So I feel like I've always been pretty adventurous, pretty athletic, pretty like pretty active, just a pretty active kid in general. Um, did all the sports, soccer, tennis. I never loved basketball. Um, but you're you know, too much in your space. Exactly. I like my personal space. I would have um, punched someone, I think. That's what I tell everyone. <laughs> I think I always like to say I would have liked to like get my elbows in there. Like I wouldn't be, yeah. I would probably throw an elbow. Anyway, um, I actually started gymnastics. And I loved gymnastics. Um, okay, me too, I, actually. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Like, it was so fun. Um, I had a couple friends that were doing it. Um, I made it to, like, level five or six of the competition team. Um, and then I actually broke my arm doing gymnastics. And at that point, it was like, okay do I love gymnastics? It's like, yeah, I do. But it got to a point where I was taller than everyone and Mm -hmm. my coaches too. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, okay, is there really a future in gymnastics for me? Probably (laughs) not. (laughs) Um, So I had lots of older cousins who uh, played volleyball, high school volleyball. We would always play. We have a summer home, a family summer home at Bear Lake. And I just have all these like vivid memories of us setting up a volleyball net and playing outside and thinking my cousins were so good and all of this. So, uh, I broke my arm. I had decided that, you know, gymnastics probably wasn't the right path for me. Um, (laughs) and my cousins suggested, uh, that I sign up for a volleyball camp and I you know sure why not so my mom signed me up for the University of Utah volleyball camp and took me to volleyball camp I had zero idea like how long the camp would be and if anyone knows <laughs> volleyball camps they are all day long like I'm talking like nine to noon, one to four, and then sometimes even another session afterwards. And I'm this like 12 year old kid who's never played volleyball before. Like I have little Nike shoe running shoes on with these ankle socks, like no knee pads. Anyway, my mom did not tell me how long this dang camp was gonna be. And so I found myself stuck at camp all day long, just miserable. My feet were killing me. I had these huge blisters on my heels because my socks kept falling down. Um, So I like, I hated volleyball after that day. Like my parents had to bribe me every single day with food to go back to camp. (laughs) Um, That's the best. Yeah, and so it was like, it was so fun to talk with like Beth about that experience. We laughed so hard at that in her office many times. Um, so, yes and no. If I, 
I've diverted a little bit. If the original question was being tall kind of got me into sports, um, yes and no, because I was doing a short person sport and then found my way to volleyball, but hated it. Um, (laughs) Then after the camp, I realized that I actually did like volleyball. You know, worked really hard. Serving was really hard for me. Worked really hard on that. Made my junior high team. Then the rest was history from there. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's amazing. That was kind of a that was kind of a circle and a half. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent there. <laughs> no, no worries. Okay, cool. So, um, so that kind of leads into my next question. We were. I just want to talk a little more about being tall. So, like, what what does being tall mean to you? Like, what has it brought into your life? I mean, so we've talked a little bit about volleyball now. Like, that's a big part of your mm-hmm. life, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But are there anything else that, anything else that like, came along with that? Um, I'll let you go before I ask any other questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think for sure volleyball, bringing volleyball into my life was – is huge for me. I mean, it changed my life, right? It, I was able to earn a Division One volleyball scholarship. I probably wouldn't have been able to do that in gymnastics. Um, <laughs> but besides that and kind of the direction that it's taken my life as far as now my career, um, I really think it has taught me self-confidence Um, I don't think I've ever been overly insecure about my height, but it is a little different being a tall, quote, tall girl. Um, it's, it's taught me not to care so much about my clothing size, um, Mm -hmm. because as much as I would love to be a size two, I never will be because my shoulders are so broad and because my (laughs) arms are so long and because my legs are long. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm any less beautiful or worthy or anything like that. Um, And so I think that was a good lesson. I think that was something I struggled with for a while was I wanted to be small or not even, I don't even want to use the word skinny, but I wanted to be smaller than what I was. And it took me a while to realize that, okay, I can still be thin, but I'm not going to be, I'm never going to be 5'1 and 100 pounds. (laughs) And that's okay. Um, That's just not how I'm built. But um, for sure. It's frustrating, you know, you go to like uh, clothing stores and everything that's on it, like just nothing fits. Like you can't even go, I don't know, like I can't even go in and buy those cute shoes that are sitting on the stands because... (sighs) just too big for that you know right it's frustrating as you're growing up and you're like where are all my sizes and I like I'm not that big but I don't exactly 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 like that's the that's the thing it's like well what size do you need uh an extra large (laughs) oh I don't think you need that and I'm like no I actually do because of the length of stuff and so it's like that internal battle of like you're you are big quote big because you're tall Mm -hmm. but you're not big (laughs) either and it's like this (laughs) mental battle that I had to face for a little while um 
And so I think now that has just taught me that it's okay. It doesn't matter. Like I love being a sh- I'm I'm pretty strong as well. I feel like I've always been built kind of strong. I'm never I've never been this like incredibly lanky tall person. Um but I like I love my strength. I love how my body is built. And so I think just the confidence, kind of the acceptance of everyone is built differently. Um being tall definitely has has taught me that. Um but honestly, I I just think the the path that being tall that has led me to volleyball, to getting an awesome education, to being able to complete a master's degree, to now finding a career that I'm super passionate about um, has just been the biggest, biggest blessing that probably being tall has, has brought me. Um, and so I would never trade my height for anything because of it, so. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I do wonder, because I think as I've gotten older, I've realized things or like attributes about myself that I'm like, I think I've developed this because I'm tall. Like, yeah, I think I'm pretty confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think I can attribute that to several things. But I think part of that is my height. It's like I've, I've grown up having people stare at me when I walk into a room. So it's like you have to learn pretty quick to be okay with who you are and what you're doing when you yeah. have a lot of eyes on you for no reason. Like I'm nothing special, but I'm just taller <laughs> than most people. So it's like, so. Yeah, exactly. Do you there's think there's any other qualities like that? Yeah. Go well, ahead. I was just going to say there's sometimes that maybe it's because we're used to it, but I don't even feel people like, staring or looking anymore and maybe I'm just so oblivious to it that it just doesn't even phase me or maybe I just think that they think I'm so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) that they just have to look I'm totally kidding of course (laughs) but that's the only way to look at it that's right (laughs) um other things though but for sure the for sure the confidence I just think being comfortable in your own skin is is huge um maybe being tall forces you to to do that a little bit more you can't hide Mm. into the crowd you can't you can't disappear into the crowd when you're six six foot six four whatever your height may be (laughs) or maybe you know if you were five one you could just kind of disappear into the corner but um I think another quality, and I don't know if I necessarily attribute this to being tall, but maybe it just comes kind of with the self-confidence, is just being um, more on the independent side as well. Just knowing that what you're doing is enough and knowing that you're giving, giving your best, knowing that what you can do is enough um, and just being okay with what you're doing, I think is, is huge. Again, I don't know if that even links back to being tall or if I'm just like totally making it up, but I think well, just no, being... Well, no, like this might sound silly, but you know how the, I mean, it's 
a joke that if you're tall, you can reach things on higher shelves and like you're helping exactly. other people. So it's like, I mean, that's silly, but like we've always been capable enough to reach those things. So it's like, yeah. if I can do that, I can do anything. Exactly. <laughs> I can do anything on my own. Exactly. If I can reach the top shelf, there's nothing I can't do. <laughs> Motto no, for I, life. Yes, <laughs> As a tall girl. Yes, I think so. I think that's a, I think that's a good one. Um, I always love like passing someone at the store trying to reach something and it's kind of to the point where it's like I'll just ask them like can I reach that for you (laughs) you're so kind it's so funny it's like my it's like my favorite thing or when my grandma asks me to change out a light bulb for her she's (laughs) like the stool's over there I'm like grandma I don't need a stool are you kidding me (laughs) I can just reach that on my own. (laughs) Um, I mean, off the top of my head, those are kind of the, the major qualities that come to mind. I mean, I know there's just so many other things that, that you could attribute maybe qualities to, to being tall or lessons you've learned being tall, but I think those are the ones that probably have been the most prominent in my life, at least. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Okay, so let's dive in a little bit to Idaho State and college volleyball. Like, how how was your time there? How was, how, tell me about college Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) College Chloe, oh boy. Um, I... Loved my experience at Idaho State. Um, we were able to be pretty successful all five years that I was there. Won a couple conference championships, made it to the NCAA tournament. And so I, I would not trade those experiences for anything. It was so hard being a college athlete. Like, so hard, you know. Um, but you learn so many lessons. You learn discipline, you learn hard work, you learn to be selfless. Um, You learn how to really set goals and how you kind of can follow through and attain those those things. Um, And so I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, Building relationships, that's something that I feel like I still need to get better at. Um, but that it definitely taught me how to build genuine relationships with teammates um, and how to I've, I've never been this like overly passive aggressive person I, I typically can say what's on my mind but I don't know maybe I learned to do it in a little bit more of a diplomatic way dealing with dealing with teammates and coaches and kind of working through working through problems but yeah I loved my time at Idaho State. I was able to play for two head coaches. Um, Chad Tyker was my head coach for my first couple years. Um, he initially recruited me to Idaho State. Um, such an awesome, such an awesome guy. Um, amazing volleyball coach, just knows how to win. Um, he was actually a wrestler in college and, and got into volleyball. Um, just picked it up while he was at BYU, learned from Carl McGowan, for those who are familiar with uh, volleyball and kind of that gold medal squared pipeline through BYU. Um, Coach Chloe. (laughs) That's right. I got to throw in those volleyball terms a little bit here. (laughs) 
um, so loved loved it. Then I was able to play for Rick Reynolds for my last three years. Um, we had a great relationship. I felt like we were very open and honest with each other, and that was fun to have that relationship with a head coach where I felt like I could really kind of voice my my thoughts and my feelings and my opinions, and it was okay if he, if he didn't agree with them. Um, I knew he was the coach, so you just kind of said okay and talked about it and respected decisions and move, moved on from there. Um, but yeah, we had a great, great time. Loved my time there. It was a smaller college town. And so it was kind of fun going to the grocery store and people coming up to you and saying like, oh, you, you know, you did great. Or how are you after you dove into the bleachers like an idiot? Like I would always do. I'd always do something stupid like that. <laughs> um, so that was, that was fun. Um, as a person, I felt like I grew so much, really learned what I wanted and what I didn't want. It was really my first time being independent, being alone. Um, so that was always a good learning. That was a good learning experience for me. Um, but yeah, just so grateful that I was able to get a great education there with my undergrad and my, my graduate degree. Um, and then, yeah, here I am now. I just can't believe it. I always said that I wouldn't be a coach. And here I am, <laughs> loving being a coach. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I did not want to be a coach. I for sure thought I wanted to go into administration, um, maybe be an athletic director. Um, so when I went to Weber State, I was working. My role at Weber State was part-time. And so I said I would go there if I could work with our senior women's administrator, who was the administrator over volleyball. And I loved working with both sides of things, but I definitely knew from that point that I wanted to go the coaching route. Um, so yeah, here I am now, <laughs> doing what I said okay, I didn't well, want to do, and now I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. I... I'm glad you brought that up, though, because I, I do expect that a lot of the people listening to this podcast, at least at the beginning, are girls who play volleyball just because mm -hmm. the volleyball world is small and that's how the connections yep. go. And um, since you're in a unique role of having played and done a few things on staff and are now an assistant coach, like, are there things, I mean, you could almost speak directly to your current players, like, are there any lessons that you learned specifically in college that you see your girls going through now or you expect or like I don't know just anything that you any advice I guess like that you if you would have knew known this before like it would have made your life way easier <laughs> I always would have said thank you to our director of ops and our assistant coaches way more than I did I would never <laughs> complain about food choices or hotels that we were staying at I would have been probably a little bit more appreciative <laughs> um, all like joking aside um, I think just being a college athlete being a college volleyball player is such a short amount of time in your life um, for four to five years and so really when you look at the big picture 
it's such this, it's such a small blip of time. Um, and so really it, it gets hard, you get tired, you get burnt out, you get injuries, it gets frustrating, overwhelmed, anything you can think of, you're going to feel those emotions as a college athlete. Um, but really like embrace those feelings, embrace those emotions, um, but still keep that perspective of this is such a short amount of time in my life and I am more of the exception that I'm here versus the norm, obviously. There's all these stats of like one point, you're 1% of high school athletes that are playing college, college athletics. Um, and so really just enjoying those moments, even the hard ones, um, really focusing on building relationships with, with teammates. I think that will just make your experience more enjoyable. Being able to have uncomfortable conversations with coaches, with teammates, with professors, anyone you need to. Um, that's always a hard one to learn that if you can learn that early on, it's going to make life life a little bit easier for you when um, for sure a, when a conflict or something problematic arises. So yeah, that's what I would say. Just really, even though it does get tiring and overwhelming and hard, really enjoy it um, because it doesn't last forever and it's never the same. Volleyball will never be the same. <laughs> will never be the same when you play uh, once you're retired, <laughs> college, or in your case, professional athlete. So <laughs> true. Okay. Um, that was like spot on. <laughs> so if anyone, again, anyone listening to, uh, graduated, finished college players, like. I mean, like, I'm experiencing, like, I'm feeling all those things, and, I, like, I'm still playing volleyball, actually, like, playing professionally, but, like, my goodness, do I miss playing college volleyball, and if you would have asked me yeah. that four years ago, or told me that, all the people that told me that, you're gonna miss this when it's over, and I'd be like, stop telling me that, no, I'm not, well, here I am telling you all you were right, I do. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, there were so many hard things about it and moments where I thought I hated volleyball and hated everything and <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> grow up younger Berkeley <laughs> because <laughs> it was a great time and I, I, yeah, I'm with you. There was so many amazing yeah. growing pains and lessons from it. Yeah, but I remember yeah, you, you it was, that. It was uh, my red shirt freshman year and so we were in our we we're in our spring training block and any volleyball player knows that spring training is just the worst. <laughs> it's the best, <laughs> but it's also the worst. Yeah. Um, and I remember we were lifting really early that semester. We were lifting at 6am, um, three or four Ooh. days a week. Uh, and then we were having full team practices at that point. And I remember just coming that home from me. class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily I'm a morning person, so I'm okay with it, but it was tough. Um, I remember coming home from class and taking a nap and my alarm going off. It was like, okay, I gotta get ready for practice now. And I remember waking up from this nap and looking at myself in the mirror. 
I was like, I don't know if I can do this for four more years. And I started crying and it's like, toughen up, Chloe. You can do it and you can do hard things and it's gonna be worth it. And so those four years went so fast. you get a little, you get a little tougher as you go on. <laughs> you learn how to maybe For better sure. manage your time or better manage, take care of your body. Uh, oh yeah. Anyway, so yeah, but you do miss it. And when I am able to play and practice, I get so excited. But I also get so frustrated because I don't jump as high anymore. <laughs> I suck and serve receive, and so I get mad when our players target me in passing. (laughs) Um, But it's always so much fun when uh, you can play in practice, but it's still just not the same, so. (laughs) Okay, well, it's funny you said that about spring. Like, that's where I'm at right now, actually. I miss spring practices I miss working on those little things and getting better and that like one percent improvement and like having that whole system of people who are so stoked when you figure out something you've been struggling with for so long it's like yes it makes sense I get it and it's like yeah I miss that learning learning like that I mean you're always learning but like that is dialed in totally I don't even know how to explain it but like it's I miss that (laughs) And now being on the the coaching side of things, it is, I would say equally for me right now, it's equally rewarding um, to see a player figure out what I've been trying to teach them or what we've been trying to change. Um, When they figure that out and when it clicks, it's like equally exciting now for me to see them. Um, I had even a player, our players are home right now Um, finishing this semester online um, and one of our outside hitters FaceTimed me a couple days ago saying that she was playing this last week and she had a couple really good last two steps to the ball and she felt the difference and she felt the change and she just had to call and tell me and that was like it's so rewarding on the other side of things as well so that's awesome that just gave me chills I'm like yay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really fun (laughs) that's exciting um okay cool um I'm gonna kind of like switch up topics really quick but we (laughs) were talking about earlier about um dating we're gonna go back to that (laughs) perfect I love I can't wait for this topic Me, Chloe and I, we call and complain, send pictures and write about <laughs> all sorts of things all the time. So, but one of the things the that time. we always end up talking about is the rules of dating. Like that there's mm-hmm. these unspoken, stupid rules so to dumb. getting to know somebody. So dumb. <laughs> so Just throw them all away. Just forget them all. <laughs> I know. Well, so, I mean, we can start with like your experience with dating being tall, like, How's that been? How's, how is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I, I feel as myself. As good as dating can get, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just as good and as miserable as dating can be, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, dating is just in general a little bit harder for me. I don't know why. Um, always has been, probably always will be. Um, but Same, I, feel, 
I feel myself going through a little bit of a growing, ex- not experience, but a little growth spurt right now and kind of that stuff. Um, I've come to the, I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead here on this topic, um, but I've come to the official conclusion that as much as I would love a man who is six seven, chiseled body, chiseled six pack, <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome, um, I would rather marry someone like long term who is my height or who cares, even a little bit shorter. I can't believe that's coming out of my mouth. If they are (laughs) awesome and if they're going to take care of me and if they're going to love me and we're going to be super happy versus a six, seven tall chiseled man who I don't know what language we can use. (laughs) We'll say not as nice to me. Um, So that's, that's my recent like, personal growth that I've that I've gone through my change of opinion thank you I, I felt that way um but as far as like my opinions of dating I don't know if I should share this but I was actually on a date a couple weeks ago with a guy who um I had met previously um and the first thing we just met it was just a, you know, I feel very strongly that first dates should be very short. Like, leave me wanting more. Mm-hmm. And so we just met up nice. for this quick little, like, just this quick little first date. The first thing that he said to me was, wow, you're taller than I remember. <laughs> that immediately was like, oh my gosh, I wore the lowest flattest shoes I could find and you're still saying that to me (laughs) I died a little bit yeah that wasn't the best (laughs) for me Um, and you actually went on the date like for anyone who doesn't know Chloe Chloe says she's gonna go on a date and then bails every single time and then I ghost them (laughs) I'm I'm an expert at that if you want any tips on how to get a guy to ask you out and then to ghost them, hit me up. I'll let you know how to do it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So props to you for going on the date, but thank you. this guy just (laughs) ruined every other next date for you because you're like, well, great. It was a little like, I, like, how do you respond to that? Like, surprise, I'm taller than you (laughs) thought. Like, this is my height. Surprise. I don't know what to do about it. Like, sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, this was just reminding me. I saw, I've seen this like, I'm sure just like on Instagram or something, this picture, a meme of something that like, someone makes this comment about, see, I don't even remember what the first line is, but basically someone responds to like, go fish. Cause if they're going to say something stupid, why not say something stupid back? So if they're going to say, wow, you're taller than I remember. Surprise. <laughs> why not just go, say that? <laughs> just say, go fish. I love it. That I'm always looking for really like witty comebacks. So I'm going to save that one. Surprise Let me know how it goes. That's... go fish. Yeah. I mean, you could probably count on me for like saying something like that and just not even caring the repercussions of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's 
That is so funny. Yeah. So I actually can't believe he said that. I don't know what I don't yeah. know what I would do. I it was a little like I had known him previously, and so there was already like somewhat of a relationship. So it wasn't like overly okay. like, well, now I hate you. I'm just gonna go home. Right. Okay. It was, but it's like, how do you respond to that? I don't know. I didn't really have much of a response. Yeah, well, Just, this is how tall yeah. I was when you knew me a while ago, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but other than that, like, dating, being tall and dating is... It's okay. Um, it's... I feel like it's gotten easier for me, kind of, with my recent growth of... Really, like, does height really, really matter when you're looking for a long-term partner, spouse? I don't know. Would it be nice? Yes, of <laughs> course. Um, in my dating profile on the app that I'm on, in my bio, I do have, in my bio, I do say, if you like, if you're tall and you like short girls with a little rolling eye face emoji, and then a little dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I mean, so Absolutely obviously real. I still have strong <laughs> opinions about it, but <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. No, that's awesome. Okay, well, it's kind of funny. So that is funny. Um, how do you feel about dating? Because I feel like this is uh, dating just makes me roll my eyes. Um, I feel like I feel like our generation doesn't know how to date, like. Yeah. At all. I sit yeah. around waiting, like, hoping I'll go out somewhere, someone will walk up to me, ask me on a date, like, totally. I don't think that will ever happen in my lifetime, <laughs> but, you know, that's still the dream sitting there. But, I mean, totally. you said you're on a dating app, I've done those too, I absolutely yeah. hate them, but I almost feel like that's the only way to meet people in this world right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I don't know, how do you feel about it? I don't know either, honestly, because I find myself getting a little bit discouraged on dating apps because I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is just a waste (laughs) of my time. Um, But I agree. I feel like that is the way that people are meeting other people right now. Um, I don't think anyone is going to come up to either you or myself while we're sitting at a restaurant and ask us out. Um, so it is frustrating. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I think dating is uncomfortable at times. I think dating is challenging Mm -hmm. at times. I think it's fun at times. Sometimes (laughs) I'm just like, oh, forget this. I'm just going to be a great coach and I'm just going (laughs) to, I'm just going to focus on that. But you know, that might not be the healthiest work, personal life balance. (laughs) So always working through that, but Um, I don't know. It's dating is hard for me. Like I mentioned, um, it's not the most comfortable spot for me to, to be in. Um, I don't know what I attribute that to or why other than I'm just a little quirky and I'm a little odd at times, (laughs) but I'm okay with that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dating has changed significantly, and I think it will just continue to change. Um, And so, I don't know, adapt, I guess, 
trying to be adaptable, trying to go with it without like lowering standards of this is what I want. I don't know. It's a very tricky balance that I don't know if there's a specific answer to, but I don't know. I think, think, yeah, I just know when, like if, if someone asks me out on a date and I go, (laughs) I definitely want to be as respectful and appreciative as possible because you put yourself in their, in their position of asking you out of paying for a date like it's hard and that is scary Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable and you just want people to be nice and enjoy your time um I catch myself like getting too far ahead of myself sometimes like if one if someone asks me on a date like and I immediately want to say no, it's like, well, why? Like, they're not asking me to marry them. Like, it's literally just a date. Like, is it that big of a deal to go on just a date? And the answer is no. And that's also an area that I've grown in. As of late, Berkeley, you'd be so proud of me. (laughs) I am so proud. Thank you. So yeah, that's, that's my take on dating and how dating is evolving now. Yeah, dating is just dot, dot, dot. I don't even know. Dot, dot, dot. Um, exactly. <laughs> I I am torn about that. I think it's a great point that you said that going on a date really isn't a big deal. Yeah. But at the same time, I almost feel like because we are so far past like being asked on dates, um, <laughs> and it's like over text message, over DM, like that kind of thing that when someone like does have the nerve to ask you in person I'm a little taken aback and like whoa totally yeah 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 either no. you're you either you're really confident or like you I don't I don't like you're a little bit more involved than I am already like and maybe that's horrible yeah. to even think you know like but I don't know yeah that's really I, random um, and like just <laughs> yeah no that's a good point though because nine times out of 10, it is over a text or a DM or whatever. Like it is pretty rare that you get an actual phone call or someone asks you in person. Um, I feel like for me, I would almost be more inclined to say yes to that person. Cause it's like, you had the guts to like call me or come and talk to me in person. Um, you know this sure. story. I asked someone out in person one time and I got rejected and it was the worst feeling in the world. So I don't know if I could ever do that to someone because I felt terrible afterwards. I was like, I'm never doing this ever again. <laughs> well, I don't so, think I've told you, but I actually did that recently and it was what? awful. Like, It's terrible. Yeah, I was at the... Yeah, it's horrible. My mom, so my mom's like my wingman and everything I do, but I, when I'm at home, I work out with my mom because um, it's nice to have someone to work out with. Anyway, well, so for this period of time, she had been, she wakes up at the crack of dawn and I absolutely hate it. She goes at like five in the morning. I was like, I'm not going with you. Sorry, that's just too early for me. But so she'd been going for like a week by herself and I was like, yeah, I can't do that early morning. And she's like, okay, there's this like really tall guy that's coming at the same time as me. You've got to come. And I'm like, yes. she's like, he's super cute. I was like, all right, fine. So I went one day and I was like, yeah, he is really cute, whatever. And 
so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, go up to him and ask, like, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot, figure it out. If I don't, like, it's not the end of the world. Just got to try So, like, went up to him, talked to him, asked for his number, gave me his number, and I, like, texted him. I was like, sorry for being super forward, but, like, just figuring this out. Like, if you have free time, let's go out. He's like, yeah, for sure. I'm busy, like, right now because of work or something, but I'll hit you up, like, in a couple weeks or something. I was like, great. Never heard from him. I was gonna like, say, cool. man, I bet you didn't Never hear from doing him. that again. Which I think is so stupid, but I don't know. So kudos to the boys, to the men who, yeah. like, legitimately ask people out on dates because your one experience and my one experience was absolutely miserable. <laughs> I hated every second yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Um, I am curious, though... Because you made a point to say that first dates should be short, and I totally agree with you. Do you have a horrible first date story? <laughs> um, well, okay. I don't know if I have, like, a specific, specific one, but yeah. I just feel like I've been on many first dates that, like, go, like, four hours long, three or four hours long, and I am like, dude, I don't even like, like anyone that much like I don't want to spend that much time with anyone (laughs) so it's like what would make you think that I would want to spend four consecutive hours with you when this is our very like first time going out yeah (laughs) so I don't know I just feel like just do something short and sweet and low-key and easy get to know him for a minute and then leave wanting more versus like dying for the date to be over. It was, I just feel like some first dates that I've been on, it's like, okay, we're doing this and now we're doing this and then we're going to do this. And it's like, why couldn't we have just stopped after ice cream? (laughs) Why couldn't we have just ended after we walked around this corn maze? (laughs) <laughs> Why do we have to do no, this? No, I don't now? want to hold your hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't even want to give you a hug. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, funny. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I asked this because I almost feel like I need to like publicly apologize for this one date that I had. Oh no. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail, but like, because I'm with you. Like, I feel like you gotta be. I mean, I've always felt like if someone has the balls to ask you out and you're like, yes, I'll go with you and go on this date and get to know you a little bit, whatever. Um, super nice guy, good time. But like, for some reason it was just longer than it needed to be. i had had a long mm-hmm. week. So I don't know. And I, like, I'm really pretty good and in control of my emotions how I, and like oh, just no. being a decent human being. <laughs> the end of this date, we were, he was taking me home, but we were, wherever we were leaving, we were like in a parking garage and it was taking forever to get out and I just like had had it. And I don't think I said like a single word on the ride home and I was just like, I just like shut down and I was like, I cannot talk to another person anymore. Like I'm already a quiet human being and I like don't love over over like a, a bunch of conversations. So like I had just had it. 
So like when he yeah. dropped me off, he's like, or I don't even know if when he dropped me off, but like a little bit later, he texted me, I think, and he's like, I'm sorry if I did something that offended you. And I felt so bad. Oh, I was shoot. like, I'm so sorry. It's not you. I had just like absolutely had it with like, yeah, I was drained. I don't even know what I said, but I felt so guilty. So you're right. Just be respectful on all your first dates. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, keep them short. <laughs> keep them, just keep them short. That will just solve so many problems, but I mean, I just yeah. feel like if someone asks you out on a date, it's just a date, go out with yeah. them, be nice, have a good time, and then if it's not going to work, then it's not going to work, and that's okay, because they didn't ask you to marry yes. them on their first date. Yeah. <laughs> You're point. not stuck forever with them after one date. You can, you can choose not to go out again. <laughs> True. Yeah. Very important. Um, yeah, very important. Um, okay, well, <laughs> dating, yeah, we could go on and talk about dating for forever. But um, I, so as I told you before the call, um, I'm having each guest, I'm asking them if they ever, if they have a question for another tall girl. Um, yeah. So the guest before you, um, you actually know them. It was Danny Drews. Danny! Um, but her question for you or for another tall girl was just, and you kind of actually answered this in the very beginning, so I debated starting with it, but, um, so you can just regurgitate your answer if you feel that, or you can answer it differently. But mm -hmm. her question was, what has your height brought to you or into your life that you are most grateful for? Whether it's an opportunity or a person or an experience, what is something you're most grateful for that height has allowed you to have in your life? Um, good question, Danny. That sounds like a very Danny question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just the, the fact that volleyball has brought me so many forever friends like you, um, so many forever mentors, old coaches, um, and now it has brought me to my career and I am so happy coaching. I'm so happy with what I'm doing. Um, and I don't think I would be here in the spot that I'm at right now if I wasn't tall. Um, and so I think being tall led me to volleyball, which then led me down, down this path that I'm forever grateful for that has taught me just so, so, so many life lessons. Um, yeah, that's probably what I would say. But yeah, kind of re reiterating what you said at the at the start of the of that's the awesome. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's your turn. Do you have a question for another Tom? Oh, I sure do. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. So <laughs> you're gonna love this question, Berkeley. <laughs> so whenever I'm at like any type of event, whether it be like going to a basketball game, going to a concert, going to a movie, going to a play, whatever it is, I feel like there is always a child or a very short person that always ends up sitting behind me. And you always hear them like say that they can't see or you can like feel them like trying to like look around you. And I feel so 
awkward and I also feel really bad because it's like obviously I don't want to like block you from seeing but like my legs are already hitting the front of this other person's chair so I can't like bend down um so my question to your next guest is have you ever one been in that situation two do you as well feel awkward and three um do you ever like say anything or move or how do you handle that situation that's an awesome question (laughs) thank you i was so pumped about it i am not gonna lie (laughs) yeah i gave her time before this podcast before this call because i I don't know. I like a heads up for a question like that, but so I'm glad I did because that's, that's an I awesome question. I really had to think about it for a few days, but when it came to me, it was just like, that is brilliant. <laughs> well, okay, well, I'm going to answer it. Yes, I, it happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the freaking time where someone behind you, I feel like no matter, I was at a Taylor Swift concert and the person behind me was well, it just didn't even matter where I was. The person behind me was going to be shorter. And <laughs> I was so stressed about it because that's like one of the reasons I have issues going to concerts. Cause I'm like, I can see from anywhere, but everyone always wants to be in the front. Right. Yep. So, and I'm paying for a ticket. I deserve <laughs> to see the concert and enjoy it from where I'm at. And yeah. I'm sorry that you got stuck behind me, but you're just going to have to deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. But, no it sucks it's something i'm conscious of like when i'm aware that someone is like leaning around you and then yeah. i'm just like well crap now i'm just like taking up space and in, in, in yeah. their way and yeah i don't know if i've ever said anything to someone though because i just feel guilty and frustrated and then i'm like anything i say will just be mean so i just right. like, can't say anything <laughs> yeah because it's like how like but, well, what what would you say if you were to say something because it's not like you could be like do you want to get on my sw- shoulders yeah or like do you want to <laughs> switch me seats because i don't do you know like what do you i don't know i don't know yeah. what you do in that situation other than just kind of be like sorry <laughs> This yeah. is who I am. Curl on in on yourself and yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. <laughs> I'm glad that okay, you well, enjoyed this question. Okay, well, thanks for that question. great question. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so awesome. excited to hear the answer next, next podcast. I know, hear what the next person says. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, thanks so much for chatting with me. This was awesome. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for having me. So fun. Always love chatting with you, Berkeley. Okay, well, good luck with everything, and next Thanks. time someone says something stupid to you, go fish. Go fish, or just tell them. Or surprise. Them, or surprise, <laughs> or you could tell them that tall girls are models and that you're stupid if you don't <laughs> like tall girls. Yeah, that's one. That's the one I choose. I'm going to say that one next. So, yeah, we gave you three witty comebacks for people. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. See you, Chloe. Bye, Berkeley. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. As always, subscribe, comment, and share with all your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Too Tall For You Podcast. Thanks again, and catch you next time.